Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in. It's another edition of the B-Sides on Off the Woodwork here at 92.9 The Game. I'm Jason Longshore. Thanks for hanging out with me today as we get stuck in a little bit on the Atlanta United Academy side of things. Atlanta United, too, has the weekend off before returning to action in Kennesaw next Saturday. We'll catch back up with the twos next week as they really have to pick up some points in their playoff chase in MLS Next Pro. But the academy teams are on a different calendar. They run more along a school year calendar. The regular season in MLS Next starts in September for these teams, but they've started training for a few weeks now, and I had a chance to catch up with the U-17s this week. Steve Cavino is the head coach of this group. He's assisted by Kevin Kratz. And I also had a chance to catch up with Braden Dunham, who was the captain of the U-16 team that won a national championship last year. So let's start with Coach Steve Cavino. He's been with the club for a little while. He's going to tell you all about that here coming up. Watching the session this week, it was a lot of fun for me as a a tactical nerd at times to watch with a group of 15- and 16-year-olds coaches break down pressure and how to press and when to press and who to press and all of those elements of it and break it down from a stop-start kind of nature of Now you go, and now you follow here, and then you go here. It was very cool to see, and it's something that is a building block for Atlanta United when they're not in possession. Of course, this is a club that wants the ball and is built on having the ball, but when they don't have it, 
that pressure is a key component, and I think we've seen it over the years. When Atlanta United is at its best, it's when that pressure is effective in winning the ball back quickly. That is a building block all the way through. So let's hear from Atlanta United U17 head coach Steve Cavino after the training session earlier this week. First off, introduce yourself and how long you've been with the academy. Awesome. So uh, my name is Steve Cavino. I'm the U17 uh, head coach. Uh, I've been with the academy. This is my eighth season. Um, I've been with the club uh, since we first started back in 2017. I came in about four or five months after the academy started. So I came in January uh, 2017. Okay. I've been here for a while. So this group this season with the U-17s, you've got the U-16s moving up who won a national title last year. You know, how has it been getting that group into the mix? Obviously new faces as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been really great. Um, obviously, uh, under coach Kevin Kratz uh, last season, they were able to win a national championship. So we've got uh, some big shoes to fill. Um, but is extremely hardworking um, and just getting them connected here in preseason, uh, learning about each other. We've got about four or five uh, new players that have come into the club, all very talented, and uh, just trying to acclimate them into, into the group and uh, uh, really try and you know, to push for something in this in this preseason that helped hopefully uh, kind of pushes us forward for the, for the rest of the year. From a, from a team level with Kevin now working with you and this group, how is that communication? How do you guys work together? How do you divide up duties at times? Yeah, so it, it's great working with Kevin. Obviously, a, a extremely um, uh, amazing uh, playing career. Um, and I think we, we work really well together where we bounce ideas off each other. Uh, he looks at it more as the player side. Um, and he's also in charge of uh, the IDPs for all of them. Coach, uh, while also being the U17 assistant coach, um, and it's it, it, the the relationship has been great so far. Obviously, I can learn a lot from him, and he can learn a lot from me. Um, and uh, we kind of look at ourselves almost as two head coaches uh, as well. You mentioned the IDPs, and it's something that I think has really grown in importance over the years throughout the club. Can you explain that process a little bit? Yeah, so um, every player has an individual development plan, um, and that might be every, every player is a little bit different. Some players might need a little bit more extra technical work. Um, and as you can see, uh, uh, right behind us over here, Coach Kevin was out there working with uh, some of the center midfielders on longer time. I'm working on their crossing and then obviously the forwards in, uh, uh, in the middle trying to work on their finishing a little bit. Uh, but we kind of zero in on each player's um, weaknesses and try and see if we can uh, you know, uh, make those a little bit better uh, while also trying to improve on their, on their strengths. The communication from top down, and, and when I'm going top down, I'm talking Gonzalo and, and Carlos all the way up at the top end, but inside the academy with Matt, how do those conversations go? I know you have players who float between teams at times and up to the twos. How do those meetings and conversations go? Yeah, so we basically have one meeting. We've never really set where each player is going to play. Obviously, you know, out in 
only have 18 players right, uh, rostered per, per game. Um, so there's a lot of player movement. Some guys go up to the 19s. Uh, you know, Aiden Torres is a 2007 whose ability who can play in the U17s as well. Um, and so there's constant Try and do what's best for that player in that, in that week. Um, if it's even if it's a U16 player, if he is if he's needing minutes, we try and find him minutes, whether that's uh, with the U16s, uh, with the U17s, or even sometimes with the U19. So it's all about trying to uh, make sure that every single player is playing every single week uh, because that's how they're going to get better. I think one of the things that struck me that, that I try to explain a lot, and I'm sure you can do it a lot better than me, is when guys go up. It's not always a, a one-stop. They go there and they stay there. The coming back down and what they do on that side is so important, right? Yeah, it's a constant test. Um, we want our guys to really be stretched. And if they need that challenge, we have the, uh, the ability to give them that challenge with the second team training uh, on site, on camp this year. Um, and even sometimes with the first team training, there's been times where um, some of our guys have gone up and needed for the first team, which is... Uh, but we constantly want to stretch them and challenge them. And when they do come back down and play in their own age group, it's really important that uh, their, their, their level doesn't change. That they, when they come back down, they're leaders for the, the rest of the guys in the group. Um, and that, that continued hard work um, is, is the one thing that we basically told them, hey, that's going to get you to where you want to be, uh, which you know, hopefully is either a professional contract, and if not, hopefully a really, really good uh, scholarship to, uh, to a good college. And maybe, just like Machop Chol, maybe afterwards you're, then you're ready to turn professional. So uh, that's, the, that's the whole hope, and uh, uh, that's the beauty of Atlanta United, because we have first team, second team, I always love how the the philosophy of the club is consistent at the top top level, but then evolves as you get down team to team. How would you describe that for your group this season? Yeah, for my group, this, uh, you know we've had a good mix of uh, 2008, um, a couple of 2009s who are out here training as well, and then obviously the U17 age group is 2007. Um, we have a really good mix of talent. This part of the year, a lot of, of tactical work, watching the session today, a lot of work on the positioning, on pressing. How have you seen that evolve over your time in the academy with kids coming through and maybe their understanding of tactics? Yeah, so I think uh, you know every single year, uh, it happens in football around the world, everything gets a little bit more tactical. Um, uh, new ideas, I mean, you look at Newcastle right now and the way that they press um, Eddie, under Eddie Howe, it's, it's something that's kind of a little bit different. And and, um, you know, it's good to give, we, we just want, especially in these tactical sessions, to give players ideas. Uh, we want to try our best to uh, give them, you know, two or three tools um, to identify of how the, either how to press or also how to build 
Um, and then in, during the match, the, that's when the instincts come out. So we try and do our best to put you know, the books in the book bag, and then during the match, hey, you're, you're, on, you're on your own. It's, it's up to you. Um, and that's where the, the learning and, uh, and the competition part comes into, which is great to see. That feels like one of the big changes in youth soccer in the U.S. is going from being kind of automated and being robotic in some ways to being problem solvers. Yeah, it's, it's so cool to see because even in today's session we were working on the press um, and we talked to the guys after in the, uh, in the team talk at the end that the players who aren't in the, uh, the focus group, because obviously I'm working with uh, the players who are pressing, you know, trying to press with intensity, get their head down, um, and the, the players that are, aren't in the focus group that are the, uh, the players building out of the back, their job and their role is to basically mess up and it happened in the session today where the ball went out to the right center back and the right center back uh, decided to step in and dribble into midfield and boom, right there, that's my, my, my time to step in and to teach and to get the kids to understand that, hey, you gotta be problem solvers on the field. Nobody's gonna be standing there with you saying, hey, pass to this guy, pass that way, press over here. Um, and that's what we try and, uh, try and build on a daily basis is And then last one, the, the balancing act between goals on the field this season. I'm sure championship is where you want to be, but also that individual development and the overall just personal development of the, the individual players. How do you balance that? Yeah, so that's probably the, the hardest part, right? Uh, especially dealing with a, a big group of guys um, is managing this group. And, uh, you know, as a team, we, we want to do our best to, to win as much as possible. Um, we want to perform really well at GA Cup in, uh, in Florida come April. Uh, we want to perform really well in, uh, in playoffs. Uh, we want to play, qualify for playoffs first and then uh, perform really well when we get there. Um, and then on an individual uh, basis, and, uh, we want to continue to develop players. And I think it's, it's really, the, the, the two go hand in hand. Um, and I think that the more that we can explain to the players, like, hey, the, the team is doing really well, and then you're doing really well within the team. Collective aspect is obviously huge, uh, but then you know our job at the end of the day is to develop players for the first team uh, and to con continue to give these guys the tools to uh, to make it there and make their dreams come true. Just like Caleb Wiley, just like Noah Cobb, uh, just like Machop Chol, uh, and to continue to get these guys to understand that hey, the, the, the number one thing is it takes hard work. The, the road isn't going to be easy, but uh, you work really hard, you keep your head down. Okay, I lied. I got one more. Um, the the process in all of that in developing these kids as people, as men. How does that factor in the off the field, the mental health, all of those sides? Yeah, it's, it's huge. I mean, uh, with with our guys, it's the you know coming up uh, after practice. Um, instead of being on the field. Um, so I think that 
travel and we're on the road, um, it's kids obviously always representing the badge, uh, always wearing the badge in and around the, uh, in and around the hotel. off the field and uh, making sure that you know their their personal lives are balanced and uh, you know they're they're being respectful, they're getting good grades, um, because we know all that is good and they, these guys are doing really well on the field. Um, that's what it's uh, that's hopefully uh, our goal. I'm Braden Dunham. I'm with the U17s. I'm from Peachtree City, Georgia. We traveled this weekend to Nashville, played two pretty good opponents. We won both games. Looking forward to the year. I'm really looking forward to the year. It's going to be a harder year in terms of MLS clubs. So, I had a chance to ask Braden about his big takeaway from captaining the Atlanta United U16s in their national championship run last year. Here's what Braden had to say. Yeah, I mean, all the coaches just kept telling me to step up, be a leader, motivate the team. And I thought I got the best out of them each game. And there we were in the finals. We scored three goals. There it is. And one more from Braden. He's at a club where you have a lot of great role models if you're a center back and you're looking up to that next level with Michael Parkhurst, who has been a captain at this club, who's very involved in mentoring young players at the club as well, along with currently Miles Robinson, Luis Abram, Juan Operata, Noah Cobb, who is a product of the Atlanta United Academy. Here's Braden talking about the first team and his aspirations. Yeah, I always watch the first team games because I'm trying to be, I'm trying to get up there. And whatever I can do to get up there, and whatever I can copy, that's obviously what they want. So I try to implement what they do into my game. Thanks so much to everybody with Atlanta United for allowing me to come out and see the U-17s in action on the training pitch. This weekend, they will be hosting Charlotte FC for some preseason friendlies before the regular season gets going in September in MLS Next Action. Sure, we're going to see some of these U-17s play with the second team. There's still some MLS Next Pro games for Atlanta United 2 in 2023. And when we get into the 2024 season and these guys have had an opportunity to play for half of a season in MLS Next, I think you're going to see quite a few of them, maybe Braden Dunham, making those appearances in MLS Next Pro. Thank you to Braden, thank you to Steve Cavino, and thank you to Matt Lowry, as always, for allowing some access to see what's going on in the Atlanta United Academy side of things. We'll be back with another edition of the B-Sides next week talking about Atlanta United 2. We're going to hopefully have an interview with Luke Brennan, who is on a professional contract this season. He scored last week against the New York Red Bulls, too. And he will be joining Atlanta United's first team in 2024 at the beginning of preseason. Looking forward to catching up with Luke to reflect on his first full professional season. That'll be next week. Thanks for hanging out with us on another edition of the B-Sides.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.